This week on Blind Like Me, I talked to Shiloh Bellis, a totally blind radio announcer from Moncton, New Brunswick. Shiloh and I have known each other, by name only, since the early 2000s, and never had a real chance to get on the phone and talk before. So we'll talk about our experiences, his college days, and some great advice at the end. Stick around. Blind Like Me is next. This is Blind Like Me with Tim Black. Tim is visually impaired and loves to find the latest tech and apps for those who are visually impaired or blind. Hey, man, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for thanks for letting me do this. And not only can we not see, um, we've been in the radio world together for a long time, ever, and we've never spoken. No, so it, this is weird. Uh, our paths have uh, crossed. I don't even think through an email, but I th- I think through the industry, uh, people knew who you know who we both were. So I wanted to reach out to you because uh, you know people ask me all the time about how I do my daily you know routine and and how I put this podcast together and what can I see and so forth like that. And so we know you know that I'm visually impaired and have 10% vision in my left eye and 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 you know that's kind of who I am. But I think this is kind of an opportunity to talk to somebody who is going through you know, a busy day-to-day operation uh, using technology, using computers, and and how you do your day. So let's kind of yeah. go through that. Well, it's, it's really cool. So you have 10%, I have zero, so I'm totally blind. Okay. Um, and, and so we would just do things a little bit different, but um, it's really all about using technology for me. So I do, I have a couple different parts of, of my radio job. Um, I'm music director and I do, I help out for, um, the Stingray group of new country stations. So we, I think we're six strong right now mm-hmm. and I'm able to do music for all of those, which means basically just planning what we play, adding the songs, uh, making sure that we're playing the right tunes. And that's very technology specific because um, you have to read the websites to find out where the songs are charting and you have to be able to open up the new MP3s or the WAV files and you have to be able to to do all that stuff. So I use JAWS for that. Okay. Um, and um, and so that's that's basically my, my day-to-day with that. Uh, and then I go and jump on the air. Now I was, um, I guess we're going to, we're going to peel back a curtain of, of radio here, but I mean, I was live, um, doing my live show for yeah, ever yeah, up, up until last year. So from 2003 till pretty much last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you would learn the soundboard and you would know which, you know, turn your mic on and what would fire the next song or commercial by just touch. And so right. you could count the pots or we had little pieces of tape on them for a while, but if you do it enough, you get, you get used to, uh, to where things are. Um, but since things have changed and I've taken over some more shows, um, I am, I am recorded most of the time now. Right. Um, and so that's been a bit of a different challenge as well, because you, um, I can't see the screen in the recording studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I do is because, uh, thank goodness radio repeats itself a lot. Um, I memorize the intro extras of songs. Right. And so that's sort of, you know, the odd time I'll have to go look it up in my office. Cause I do have a playlist in the office. Cause that's part of my job as well is to make the playlist. So I'll, I'll run in and look at Jaws and go, okay, at four o'clock tomorrow, I'm playing this song. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but most times you do memorize it. And, um, and so that's been very helpful that way. Now, I, okay, so let's go into, um, you're walking into obviously a control room or a, a studio, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And for those who don't know what that is, I mean, usually you walk into a booth and there's, a, as you say, a soundboard and there'll be a computer screen. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't have 
jaws on that, how are you getting around, um, you know, use, turning on your automation system, logging into the right station or log, logging to the right time? How are you getting around so, that? Unfortunately, I guess that's the part of the job that I struggle with um, uh, the most. I actually have to have some sighted help with that. Um, just not, not the whole time, but just picking the right day and the right station because I do four stations. Okay. Um, so I just have to make sure that I have someone that just goes in, spends like 10 seconds, like click, click, okay, you're good. And they leave me on and you voice track before yep. too. There's always a, there's always a next or a down arrow. Yeah. Um, so they actually leave the mouse on the down arrow. The space bar on the keyboard fires all my elements. Yep. Uh, and then you just click the next arrow. Um, that's the only real part of my job that is a major struggle when it comes to technology is that part. Uh, the other part is, and we use a program and you use it too. I know uh, music master and it would be really great if we could see the colors, um, uh, cause everything, everything is so color coordinated, right? Like all your commercials are one color and your, your songs, and you can even break it down to like your Canadian songs are a certain color. Um, I I can't do that. So, so it takes me longer, um, to do things, Mm -hmm. but at least, at least we can do it with Jaws. Um, I remember we used to use a program. I don't know if you ever used it, but it was called power gold and power gold was so good with Jaws. And I was so happy with the way it worked out. It read everything and then we were switching to this program called Music Master, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it doesn't work with JAWS, and I'm, I'm freaking out going, what am I going to do? Um, but um, it just it's just crazy what JAWS can do with the JAWS cursor and stuff like that. And I was a guy who never really used that cursor much. So uh, once I learned and, and maybe you know specialized it and customized JAWS a little bit, it kind of worked out really well. Now, here, here's something that I think is, is rather interesting is the fact that you actually, on a daily basis – will be asking your, you know, cohorts at work to help you. Does that bother them? Do you, do you ever get any pushback from that? Um, I don't get pushback, serious pushback. I get pushback every single day uh, joking, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but no, for, for the most part, it's pretty good. And, and it's, 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 it's pretty scheduled, not scheduled to the point where it's like exactly at this time, but I mean, it's, it's my day is very much the same. So uh, one guy uh, who does it mostly will just, you know, come out of his office for a coffee or something and go, Hey, do you want me to flip over to your Edmonton show? Or, uh, do you want to do your Sydney, Nova Scotia show or, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. I think that's really cool that, that people are willing to help. I think there's, uh, there's a lot of people out there nowadays, uh, who are scared to ask, uh, for help mm-hmm. from the sighted world. And I think that's something that, uh, from the visually impaired and blind world, we have to get away from, from, you know, being scared to ask for help from other people. I think for me, it's, it's not being afraid to ask for help on the things that you absolutely 100% need help for, but, but never ask for help for things that you can figure out on your own. So, so I really got in with the attitude, like I'm going to do 95% of everything and I'm going to learn it and we're going to figure this out. I'm not going to come in with, uh, when I first started, I didn't come in with any demands. I didn't say, Hey, you need to make this work. It's like, we, we will make this work together. Um, so when I do have to ask for help for like the two or 3% of my job, um, it's not so bad, but I think if you go in without any answers and you're always asking for help, then I think that that can be problematic too. Technology is so important in our world, and that's kind of what this podcast is a little bit about. If you were to give somebody uh, who is listening to this cast today, and maybe they're thinking about jumping into a world that, you know, may involve technology, should they be scared of it? 
shouldn't be afraid of it. You should embrace it and you should find unique ways of making it work. And you should ask people who have done it before, whatever business you're getting into, you don't need to reinvent everything for yourself. You can customize it once you know. I mean, I do things different than, than you know, another blind person would mm-hmm. in, in radio. But I think it's, it's, there, there are people who have done the job before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's, that's worked out really well. And I, and I think um, try to stay on top of it. I guess, try to stay on top of how technology is going to change and, and make your life easier. Because has there ever been a better time to be a blind person? I don't think so. When it comes to technology. And no, there's, there's no way it, it, there is. Because everything is so much more user-friendly now. And, and everything's digital. And we, can, we have so much more access. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't imagine doing my job with reel-to-reel. No, because you know? we would never have been able to edit. <laughs> no, like 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 me me with a razor blade. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's that's scary as hell. <laughs> when I went to college, mm-hmm. uh, so what people I guess the old cart machines were like they were cartridges, and so yeah, like the your commercial would come on one or yeah, like an eight track, and and so your you you know individual songs or whatever, and we had four carts, mm-hmm. and I tried to because at that point. You had to put Braille on them. I tried yeah. to Braille all the carts, and so many times I would be like, I would, I would put stuff in the cart machine. I have no idea what I was. Doing. <laughs> I mean, it was, only, it was, it was only college, so you know it didn't matter. But no. like, oh, you know what though? That, I, I, I just would, I just call it variety. There That's what go. I would say. It was <laughs> just a variety. Now, now here, let, let's let's talk about the the college experience for you because okay, so somebody's listening to this today. Maybe they're they're um, vision impaired. Maybe they're blind. They want to get into the radio world. They they think, hey, mm-hmm. this is kind of a cool thing. Much like obviously both you and I did. What was your experience in college like? Um, I had a I had a decent experience in college. I I had to, and I'm, I'm so grateful for it now. But at the beginning, it was a little bit weird because I had to prove myself a lot. And you know, coming from someone from high school and stuff, where where you didn't have to necessarily prove yourself because you you were you were there no matter what. Um, I had a lot of questions to answer to my to my instructors. You know, mm-hmm. can Shiloh do this? Is the technology going to work out? Mm-hmm. Um, and and there was some stuff that was really tough. Like I am not a producer. I I couldn't I couldn't produce a commercial if you paid me a thousand dollars or more. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not a I'm not good at that. Um, so in college, it was finding a workaround of that. And um, and and you know, but college is. College was good because if you if you have the answers or you work together to find the answers, then when you actually get into the real world and you actually get working, mm. then you're not going to be astonished by all the questions. So I really thank my instructors. Um, I probably didn't at the time so much because, I mean, I felt like I was always sort of having to um, – just to be better, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, I mean, now I, I love it because, you know, I'm, I'm able to look back at that and go, Hey, that, that really trained me for what I was doing. Um, and then the placement part is really weird because you go from, you've proven yourself for two years and you and I have a, a, a guy in common uh, that we know, Mike Shannon, mm-hmm. and, uh, Mike hired me and he didn't know I was blind. And I, him and I worked over the phone together for, for months and I, I didn't tell him, and I don't know why. I, I guess I just um, uh, I I was told was my was my was my personal preference, and and I didn't. Um, and so then when we met the first time, he was shocked that I couldn't see because I had been sending him him tape, and we had been critiquing my show, and I've been you know been working with him for a couple months over the phone. And he told me after he's like, I'm so glad you didn't tell me yeah. um, because I didn't I didn't see you as that. 
Um, I just saw you as a regular person, and I and I and I don't I don't, I don't know if I would have saw you different, but mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to. And so that was really good for me because it meant that hey, I did something right that that you know we were able to start on an equal footing. And uh, Mike was so instrumental; he gave me my my my, my placement. Um, and then obviously must have learned about me because the first week of my placement, he actually moved out to Edmonton. Uh, so you know, I I didn't take it personal though. No, not at all. Yeah, maybe maybe no. a little. Maybe. No, not at all. Well, I mean that le- and that leads into something that you know I think a lot of those who are visually impaired and blind uh, when applying for a job. You know, mm-hmm. do you or do you not tell people? Now, I mean, there's two schools of thought to it because uh, in 2019, we want to make sure that everybody is equal and uh, there's equality for everyone. But I think I sit on the, the side of the fence that, you know, I'm going to tell somebody um, that I'm blind. I'm going to tell them I have a, I have, I am, have a disability. Yeah. Um, and, I I, think- and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But unfortunately, we still get the stereotype of, oh, well, that person has a disability. I might pass them over. Yeah, and, and, and I think that that's the danger you look at even today. And I mean, that's scary to me because, I mean, I'm, we're, like, we're talking back when I did this placement thing. We're talking back 2003, mm-hmm. uh, 2002, actually, probably when I first started the process. I, I you know, So you'd think things have changed. And I mean, I haven't looked for a job since then. I've been, I've been with Newcap uh, and then now Stingray because we got bought. But mm-hmm. um, um, I look at that and go, I think you still maybe have to at least think about not because you don't want to, you, you, you want to be able to make a face-to-face impression, I mm-hmm. think. And if, if you write it out right away and they just can look at your thing and pass because it's maybe more complicated or maybe it's just, you know, then that's not cool. And it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I totally agree. It's, uh, you know, you, know but, you should be hired on your, on your skills more so than, and yeah. then what you are. You should now again, if you're, if you're, you know, you're applying for a job that you need vision for. No, I'm never going to be a truck that, driver. Like, you know, no. you know so, we're never yeah, going to start like, a listen, trucking company listen. together. <laughs> Man, can you imagine if we did that and then walked into like Armor or Midland or I don't oh, know yeah. what your trucking company is out there, but um, yeah, walked you know. in and it's the two blind guys <laughs> trucking company. <laughs> just, see how that one works we out for you. We guarantee not to get your stuff. There. That's right, <laughs> and, we, and we won't see it rolling down the road. Uh, That's right. that, that could be our that could be our tagline right there. We don't we don't see it coming or going. <laughs> uh, what other uh, you know little pieces of uh, technology help you in your day to day life as somebody who is totally blind? Now, do you have a, a guide dog? I do not. Okay. Um, and that that is a um, I, I don't know if it's a regret of mine. And there's still lots of time to get one. I'm only 38, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I do not. I have an iPhone that I use a lot, and, and it's funny. We were talking about how technology changes my my job. Um, now I can, if if I have to go and MC something, I need a script. I can actually have an earbud in my ear, um, and I can I can have my iPhone, you know, reading slowly um, what I'm supposed to say, right. and uh, and I can go up on stage and do that. I'm a big believer in. Uh, not reading, mm-hmm. so I'm not scripted, and I and I and I, I might make some point form notes, but I I'm not smart enough uh, oh. to listen and talk at the same time. So I realize that I I need to memorize. But the iPhone has helped a lot because it's so portable. Like you know, when I first started, we had the Braille and Speak. I don't know if you remember those, like the uh, Braille Note 20. And, and so I would I would walk up on stage with this thing on my shoulder. And I'd be reading the Braille display, which was great. It got me through so many things. Uh-huh. 
But now just with the iPhone and the little earbud or something, it's just like it's so much easier. Now, is there uh, a certain app you're using or you're just using full voiceover on your iPhone? Just full voiceover on that. And, I mean, sometimes even it sounds weird, but sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll record a voice memo and I'll do it in a, in a, uh, a speed like, you know, I'll time it out in my head going, okay, at this point when I'm on stage, I'm probably going to want to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. So I'll have little cues um, that way. Mm-hmm. And, and I find that that's, that that's helped a lot. Again, I try to memorize everything, but you can't. Like sometimes you got to go up nope. and you got to do a, a huge script and you got to thank sponsors and they get pissed if you don't thank them. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very true. <laughs> and I, I, as much as I am a blind guy uh, or visually impaired myself, I am still amazed by how someone like yourself who has no sights can, you know, go through the iPhone and get it to do everything that it it can do. Because I have tried to turn full voiceover or I've turned full voiceover on, on my phone and it frustrates me to the end because I can see it faster than it reacts to, to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, my, my texting ability, I mean, I dictate a lot. And, uh, and then you got to clean it up because yeah. never like, man, I say stuff. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I say stuff on my phone sometimes and I'm like, I did. How did you get that out of that? <laughs> you know, I love your last, well, I don't know when you're doing this podcast, but I love the podcast you did on the smart speaker because, um, I use it a lot mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's show prep and, oh, yeah. and like, that's what people don't understand. I think too about technology is now instead of sitting in a room with books or sitting in a room with computers, you can do show prep all the time. So I I do a lot of that. And in the morning it's checking the weather. It's, you know, am I going to need a jacket when I take my dog out for a walk? Mm -hmm. Um, It's like the calendar feature is great because I can, you know, when, when you do your routine, you set your routine up and you know, you, you say good morning and then it just reads you your day and you know what you have. Um, And then, and then, what, another tip I use a lot, and it goes back to show prep, is um, the the notepad or the note feature mm-hmm. um, in your in your phone is always great for jotting down ideas. Mm-hmm. And and some are bad, some are good. Some mm-hmm. you're like you read them the next day and go, I can't talk about that on the show. Um, <laughs> but you, but you still you write it down. Right. And um, yeah. And, and so then, and I mean, I'm, I'm blown away just technology wise. Like my wife, like we'll go somewhere, you know, different and, and or we're trying to find something navigation wise. Mm-hmm. And before we had the Tom Tom, I know what the hell is that? You know, you'd have the GPS and stuff and she'd yeah. be doing both and it would be scary as hell. Cause she'd be, you know, whatever. I mean, not that she ever did anything with while well, well, well driving. I'm not going to no. get her in trouble or anything. No, no, no. Um, but, but, um, None of our now, wives have ever done anything like that while no, driving. of course no, not. We didn't see um, it anyway, so it was good. Exactly. never happened. <laughs> no, um, but, but now with the iPhone and stuff, with Google Maps, I mean, I do the navigation now. And I mean, that, I mean, that, that to me is, is pretty crazy, too, that we were able to do that now. Yeah. It's, it, life, is, life has certainly gotten a lot easier. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the reasons that we do this podcast is the fact that there are people out there who have a visual impairment or have a, you know, are totally blind, or maybe they're just losing their eyesight now. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things is the fact that we have to, you know, not be scared of the world that is out there for you. The the technology is there to help you. The technology is there to make your day easier and, and don't be scared about it. And I, and I, and I think, I don't know, I don't know how you feel. And I know I, I can tell you right now for me, if you, if you ever have a question about anything, if you are losing your sight or if you're just, you just want to know something about technology, um, reach out to someone. And if, and if you don't have anyone that, that you know, in your network, reach out to me, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
there's enough people who have done this before mm-hmm. that you don't need you're not by yourself and you 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 be amazed at what people have already figured out so you don't have to figure it out you have to customize it but you know i mean so yeah i mean if you're literally going through something right now you're like man i'm doing this in my job and i don't know how i'm going to get it done mm-hmm. you know send someone a note send me a note ask that's the biggest thing that we can yeah. uh, we can always say is ask for help and don't be scared to ask for help shiloh it has been a pleasure chatting with you finally we got to talk man i'd love to have you back on this show and and talk more uh but again great pieces of advice that you've passed on to people and thanks very much for spending some time with us dude thanks for letting me know i'm going to go play radio So we'll talk to you later. Have fun with that, man. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me with Tim Black. If you have an app or product that can help make a blind person's day easier and you'd like it featured, contact Tim at blindlikeme at outlook.com or find us on Facebook.